from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We did it! Had a stadium series! It wasn't perfect, but nothing is! Jillio, I think you wrote about this, or maybe you uh, had done a shot at Joe to go on this. Uh, essentially, all the woes leading up to the actual game dissipate because everything, once you got inside Carter-Finley Stadium, was so good. It was a spectacle on Saturday. It was awesome to be there. And the 56-9-61, or the, yeah, 56-9-61, nearly 57,000 people there had an experience of a lifetime. It was awesome on Saturday night. Everything that happened after the puck was dropped was world-class. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. Beyond anyone's dream. And then Jake Owen did the first intermission. No, even that was kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. Country star, he's singing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. The Canes also played like. I mean, I was cons- I was worried about the game itself because it feels like an all star game. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and in all star games, they're not physical. Mm-hmm. You're not out there. It's almost like, hey, we got to put on a show. Canes put on a show, but it was here's how you dominate. Obviously, a Washington team missing some players, notably Alex Ovechkin. But that was a no trifle if you're about that life. When mm-hmm. I say that, now people keep in mind, when I say such things, that's what I mean. You go out there and you just mercilessly pound the, second the opponent. You the, completely dominate the opponent, which is what the Hurricanes did. You want to be about that life? Be about that life. Don't sco- just talk about it. Be about it. They scored early, which definitely got everybody. And it was interesting. Rod Brindamore after the game because I was outside. So I wanted to be outside for a good chunk of the first period just to kind of get a sense sure. of what the crowd was like. Because you you and I both know, if you've never been in Vaughn Towers, uh, specifically in the press box area, you can barely hear anything. You don't really get a sense of how loud it can get at Carter-Finley Stadium. And Brenda Moore referenced it after the game where he's like, look, PNC is still louder because of you know acoustics, You know, 18,000 people with a lid on it. Whereas with this, there's a different kind of crowd war, roar that occurs, but still loud. So when that first goal happened and you could just feel the sense of the roar building, it was pretty awesome. Just like people were hyped up at the beginning of it. You've been drinking all day, too. Um, you know, Even while you're waiting in the parking lot, that's going to add to things. But to your point about they came out and they, and they were about that life, it's the one consistency that the Carolina Hurricanes had leading up to the game. They understood that it wasn't an exhibition. This was a regular season game. And what do we always talk about with Rod Brindamore as the head coach? It's the process, man. Process. It's all about the process. Doesn't matter if you're playing the game at PNC Arena, Carter-Finley Stadium, or if you shove a rink inside Reynolds some way, somehow. The process is the process, and you're going to go out there, you're going to play to the process. And I, I actually think it's something that began on Thursday night with the Cam Ward festivities and the Hall of Fame thing. So Jordan Stahl, captain of the Carolina Hurricanes, this is postgame. Luke DeCock of the News and Observer had asked him a question that I ended up piggybacking off of uh, just about, you know, once you got past the spectacle and you started playing hockey, as he put it, you put all the crap aside, you went out there and played a hockey game. 
Well, I guess it's better than I did tonight, but uh, you know, it was, uh, I think I, I stuck with it as well. I thought, um, like you, exactly like you said, I mean, we were definitely nice to get that first goal for sure. That kick, obviously, I'm a little job to get us on the score sheet. I think that always kind of loosened up you a little bit, gets fans into it. And then uh, that second period, I mean, we, we, we had control of that whole second period and, and we capitalized on the opportunities. And, uh, and then, you know, obviously, we uh, did our job in the fourth or third period, sorry, and finished it off. To Luke's point about kind of putting all the noise aside, we got Thursday with Cam Ward and you guys yeah. put it out there. We got tonight, obviously, yeah. down three goals any other night. I mean, what does that say about the group? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, it's our, it's, our, it's been our consistent play. I mean, it's it's been like that all year long. I mean, it's, it's hard to, to really put a record together that we have already to, to not do that. And, yeah. and, and obviously, um, you know, there are nights that, that are lulls and, and, and stuff like that, but um, these big moments, um, you know, all the boys have been dialed and, and really just stuck to exactly how we want to do it. And when we do that, uh, you know, good things happen. Not every time, but, you know, collectively, I think um, when everyone's on and, and playing the way we want to play, um, it looks like the week that we've had. Did you feel like you got the full North Carolina? You've looked here long enough, man. You got 75 degrees on Thursday. The storm yeah. comes through. It's yeah. like the, you're probably thinking this ice is not going to be yeah. good. And it's 40. It's perfect today. Perfect. It was like literally couldn't have written up any better. Um, we almost missed practice yesterday, too. It would have been perfect. I mean, a little more rain would have been great, you know, we missed practice. But, uh, you know, we got out there and up and down the sheet. That was cool. And obviously, you got the family out there, so that yeah. was great. But, um, you know, it, it, it couldn't have drawn it up any better weatherwise. It was thanks to Big Man upstairs. And yeah. um, it was just really, really, really cool. When did it hit you? Like, was it when you guys were coming out? With the lights and everything going on and the fireworks, was it? Like, I honestly, that that entrance thing was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I've never done anything like that before. Right. So like that was the first. That was a first for me. So like mm-hmm. that when I and I've been around a little while. So yeah. like when a first is a first, it, it's pretty cool. And I thought that was kind of the hit me moment. And we're in we're in something special here. And mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously stepping out and just walking around, playing some soccer out there. And um, you know, and then obviously you know the start of the game was another, another moment. So it was a lot of cool things. For sure. Silly question, and I'll, I'll let you go up to this and appreciate it. Right. So. After this, we just got to go back to a normal game. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, our fans—they uh, keep it pretty. Uh, they keep it pretty tight. Uh, and PNC, that's always been rocking, and it's been rocking all year long. So uh, we won't miss that place. You guys have another goal. Yeah, we won't miss that place. Yeah. That was Jordan Stall, captain of the Carolina Hurricanes, following the Stadium Series win over the Washington Capitals. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's simulation and game design program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. First of all, George Stahl, all class, right? Pros pro, man. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure that wasn't exactly the beginning of the availability either. So no, it wasn't. Long day as, as, for the players as well. It's as been a long was, weekend for them as well. So m- many thanks to him. Yeah, no, as I was I'm, telling you, he was actually turning good o- to go back to his stall so he could get out of there. And he's like, okay. All right. Uh, one thing I was thinking about on Saturday night after the game had started. Mm-hmm. Marty Natchez. I thought he was the best player on Saturday. He's been. Arguably, he's been their best player this year. Mm-hmm. He's had some kind of season so far. Yeah. This after, now I want you to think about this, if you're a Canes fan, 
because this will dovetail into, into some some fan takes about Carolina basketball where they are right now. <laughs> you want to get rid of people. You want to fire people. You want to, you know, let's get somebody else, right? Yeah. yeah. Martin H. is 24 years old, okay? He struggled last year. There is no doubt he struggled last year. Yeah. But he has a talent. He has a gift. And Don Waddell and Tom Dunnan, they were, and Rod Brindamore, I'm sure, was an advocate for him as well. They were not willing to just throw him out into the league, into the trash bin. And the faith that they had, they got a good deal, a bridge deal that they gave him. It's a good deal. But look at the look at the way that he's playing, the motivation that he's playing with this year. And quite frankly, none of this works. Remember, Pacioretty was supposed to be the big acquisition. None of this works if someone like Natchez doesn't step up mm-hmm. and fill the voids left by Trocheck, fill the voids left by Niederreiter. So big on Marty Natchez. He put on a show. He almost scored the damn goal of the year, by the way, yeah, the, between the, his legs. Yes. I mean, that would have been – you forget all of Svechnikov's – All the lacrosse Lacrosse, goals. forget all of them. Now, that would have been ridiculous. If he had scored that goal between his legs, yeah. it would have been bonkers yeah. on that stage. But great for the Canes, great night for the team, great night for the NHL. It was just what had happened before the yeah. puck had dropped that we'll kind of besmirched some of the some of the day. We'll get to that, and I think it's important to get to that because I think it kind of speaks to where things need to go in the future around PNC Arena, and what I think it's an example of. We, we talk about wanting bigger, better, more professional sports. You know, we want all these events. Well, you want to do that. But it also highlights what we also need to do, and we've been reluctant to do so because of money. Again, it gets back to my central theme of 2023. Is it good enough? People get used to it, and they just deal with it. But I didn't want to start with parking and the complaining and the nitpicking, and all of it valid. I'm not saying it's not valid, because I think the event itself and the memories that people are going to take away from Saturday absolutely overpower anything that was negative about the event. And and Jordan Stahl referenced it. You know, he thanks the big man. You wanna you wanna thank the hockey gods. I was talking to Nate Johnson, who used to work at WREL as one of our weather guys. Now he's uh, with uh, NBC Universal. And he he, if you don't know Nate, he is like NC State's weather guy for all the games. He's the one upstairs making sure that is there some sort of storm cell coming through, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? And he said to me, "It had it been any other day, any other day." In the last five-day window, it would have been bad. You know, because, again, we got the full North Carolina. It broke perfectly on Saturday. And I think it highlights once again that the Carolina Hurricanes, regardless of what you think about hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes have provided in this state some of the best moments in sports. Think about it. You go back to the Hornets in the 90s, yeah, they were a phenomenon. There was a fashion thing, starter jackets, all that kind of stuff. Yes, we've had college national championships, but those college national championships take place elsewhere. Typically not here in the not state. Here. Okay, fine. State wanna, did win one here. You want to bring up you want to bring up the Big 4 tournament? Well, that ended in 1980. Nobody remembers any of that stuff, right? So, in terms of professional sports, if you just wanted to isolate it in professional sports, the Carolina Hurricanes have provided the best moments that you could possibly imagine whether it's the two cup runs, including the one that they won in 2006, an all-star game, and then this. I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here telling you because it's easy to get caught in the moment, but if somebody told me that is the greatest sporting event that's ever taken place in the state of North Carolina, I would not argue. I would go, yeah, yeah. 
And that's, you know, provided, you know, the history of Dixie Classics and ACC tournaments and the game and all this other stuff. But in terms of spectacle, pure spectacle that put this area, specifically Raleigh, in a national setting, I can't think of one. And that was pretty awesome. So whether you watched it on television or you watched it there at Carter-Finley Stadium, it was a pretty, pretty special night. So special that at PNC Arena on Sunday at 1 o'clock, it was a, it was a little sleepy. A little sleepy ahead of that NC State-Carolina game. And I don't know. Perhaps North Carolina was playing 4-D chess when they lost to NC State. We'll explain next. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. NC State's not in the top 25. Think about that. I get that they lost at Syracuse, but then they broke through, and in my estimation, and we'll get to this in a little bit, broke North Carolina even more than they were already broken coming into the game. And they dropped out of the top 25? Oh, was that the 40 chess all along? Like, oh, NC State, you think you got the last laugh on us. Oh, no, 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 no. We're so bad that beating us gets you nothing whatsoever. Enjoy being 26th in the AP Top 25. I know, Joe, that the AP Top 25 doesn't really mean anything thanks to an NCAA tournament, that it's not going to mean anything in terms of their seeding. Uh, and hopefully Joe Lenardi does not take over one of our speakers while you're listening to us in your car or in a headphone that all of a sudden Joe Lenardi just starts talking into one of your ears while we're doing this, like on the broadcast. But that's kind of funny that how that worked out for NC State. Um, I thought NC State, Jarkel Joyner took over the game. Five minutes left. I thought, I thought both teams were really good Sunday. Back and forth. I, you know who else was good? Well, Teddy Valentine, Pat Driscoll, Clarence <laughs> Armstrong. I thought there was a consistency in letting each team play. They did let them play. Uh, I know Pat Driscoll did give Caleb Love a technical. Bet from my bet, from what I can tell from Brendan Marks, who was down on the floor mm-hmm. for the athletic in a seat that I probably should have been in. Um, you can tell that Caleb Love was was talking <laughs> to Driscoll, complaining about a call before he, he got the call. Before he, he got the, so basically, it sounds like he was warned, mm-hmm. and they kept running his mouth. That's yeah. why he got the technical. Uh, but otherwise, I, I thought uh, both ways. I thought it was, and let's look. I know it was nine of eleven in the first half. I didn't even look at the final numbers. Yeah, it was. It was fine. Um, it was fine. And you also got to remember too that, uh, that so North- eight of ten state goes eight of ten first in the for the game from the free throw line. Carolina eighteen of twenty four. A lot of that is it. Honestly, I know people don't like to hear it, but a lot of it is the way that Carolina plays. Yes, yes. I mean, but that's the when pro- you're more but, aggressive in the basket, you're going to get more calls. But there's also the here's how Carolina plays. Here how here's how Carolina plays, or that's how Carolina plays, uh, was on display at around the eight minute mark left in the game when it looked like. I mean, I had the I had the tweet ready to go. Here, like here yeah. it is. Here it is again. Yeah, they're, they're up six. Doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter the the current state of either of these programs. UNC will probably find a way to win it's, because of how they play. Yeah. It doesn't go well for state. NC State sometimes gets themselves a little too overhyped. It sometimes backfires. I had that tweet ready to go. 
Hard. I tweeted it. it was 54-48. They were, they were pulling yep. away. State was 2 of 13 from 3. So there, there were two things competing in that moment, okay? And for those who have been watching NC State and Carolina play for a long time, like you and I have, you'll understand what I'm getting at. There is the historic nature of what we see between NC State and North Carolina and why I thought, all right, well, this game's a wrap. And then there's what this North Carolina team has been all season long, right? Which one was going to win out? Both teams. Yeah. Again, I thought it was a good game on Sunday. I thought Carolina was right there with State. They were trading punches. They're back and forth. It was a good basketball game. But North Carolina can't trade enough punches. That's the problem. Caleb Love was fully engaged. I thought that was probably his best game in a long, long time. Sure. But again, we get the magic number of three from Carolina. Yeah. R.J. Davis, man, you got to play basketball, bud. You got to stop trying selling every call that you look for. Just play the game and you'll be fine. He played poorly. And then Baycott had 16 and 14, but I thought, you know what? I, I thought that was an even with DJ Burns. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought Burns played him to a standstill. So who wants to take it over when it's 60 to 60? The answer was Jarkel Joyner. And I'll say this about this state group. I've said it before. I've said it on Pack Therapy. I'll just say it. They're impervious to NC State stuff. Yeah. They don't care about that history. They don't care about it. They're down six. They're not looking at the rest of the building. They don't care about the rest of the building. They care about the game itself and just playing the game. And we saw this at Syracuse when they got down. Mm -hmm. They didn't win the game, but they kept playing. They kept plugging along. We've seen this all season long with this team, the Miami game, the Wake Forest game. When they get down, they don't get frustrated. Mm -hmm. They just continue to play, and it has served them well. And when you have a sixth-year point guard, who is highly motivated, and sh- big shouts to Hayes Lancaster, big shouts to Scott Wood, for and of course Levi Watkins, who is his coach at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. You know, well, big shouts to Kevin Keats too. P- a lot. Speaking of people, they wanted to fire. They wanted to fire Kevin Keats last year. Yeah, and you know they he, they lost a school record number of games last year. They were the worst team in the ACC last year, and it didn't work. They weren't good last year. Period. No. And Kevin made too many excuses last year with Manny Bates last year. So what they do? They went and got guys out of the portal who could play, DJ Burns. They went and got Jarkel Joyner. They have this identity now that they play together. You could see the pure joy on their faces when Jack Clark hit the go-ahead three-pointer. That seemed yep. like another one of those moments for State where you're like, oh, it's not just one or two guys. It's a whole group. You talk team. about the moment, and this is where two things can be true at once. I'm not trying to diminish anything that NC State yeah. did on Sunday. They played to what NC State has done this year, and you and I have been consistent in talking about that and pointing that out. Uh, whether it's game to game, they lose, they typically bounce back. Or they have with, not lost consecutive games this within year. a game. They will find a way to get through whatever. I, 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 the Virginia game was the only clunker of recent, and memory. they were bad in the first half, and they played well in the second sure. half. So, NC State knows the moment, and they can capitalize on the moment. On the flip side of that, and where two things can be true, North Carolina has capitulated in the moment consistently, and North Carolina fans can see it. And you got to wonder if the team also understands what's going on. You talk about the joy oh, of watching. Know. You talk about the joy of watching NC State play basketball. I mean, that's evident in the way that people get really excited when DJ Burns gets the ball in the low post. Like that is like you can hear it in the building yeah. as people start getting hyped up. Carolina fans are just waiting for when North Carolina has to handle another team fighting back them imploding, which again happened around that eight minute mark. They had, what, I think five straight empty possessions that completely changed the nature of the game. And 
those empty possessions come in all shapes and sizes, all different forms. It's like a variety pack of empty possessions. Sometimes it's a poor rushed shot. Sometimes you say Caleb Love was engaged. Sure, but there's a lot of bad that comes with Caleb Love engaged. His shot selection sometimes is very, very head-scratching, or his decisions to pass well, as well. They like, lived with that last year, too, and they and they made do. Yeah. And you look at this. This is my first time this year seeing Carolina in person. Okay. As far away as I was, I still saw them in person. <laughs> and I'm not trying to blame they would have been better off if if Love or Davis or Baycott had left. Mm-hmm. Because by bringing back all of the same pieces save for Manic, you're now looking at the person who replaces that Manic and going, uh-oh, well, you're giving it to Taylor Swift. Hello, I'm the problem. It's me. Well, and I don't want to do that to Pete Nance, but the truth of the matter is he's not good enough. And I'm sorry if that hurts somebody's feelings out there, but that's the truth. But here's the it's problem: the same with that team statement. with a new guy, and he's simply he was attacked and targeted yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Because my man, you are the weak link, and I'm sorry if I'm the first person telling you this, but it's the truth. Well, here's the issue: who are you putting in his place? I would play Puff, but I don't know what his health has been. But that's Puff, who I would play. If, if, do you, so either one or two again, things. Again, it's, it, no, no, it's no, no, the no. construction of the roster, right? Right, I get if that. If one but of those other guys had left, you. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't look at that one spot and go, uh-oh, that's the problem. Here's, what I, here's where I disagree with you in the sense that with this group, should they have broken up after this past year? That's hindsight. Sure. That's hindsight. We can't say that now and act like we knew it, all right? But we also can understand, well, if this if this group's not getting it done, well, who are the other guys? Well, why aren't they playing? Why isn't Puff well, playing? I, I'm not at practice, so I don't know well, what they do at practice. Well, you know, again, you can just pick up on things here and I there. I mean, five minutes for Nichols, six minutes right. for Trimble. So is that because the guys that are behind these, are, are the guys that aren't playing, are they not good enough to overtake, to insert? Or is that coaching? I mean, I don't know. What yeah, is I it? don't know. It's Hubert Davis's second year. The first year he was able to play six, seven guys and right. make it work. I don't blame him for trying to stay with the same mold. But again, if you plug somebody into Manic's spot, you are assuming they're going to be Manic. Yeah. And unfortunately for Pete Nance, Nance. he's not Manic. But also, unfortunately for Carolina, Pete Nance has not been a productive ACC player. I'll close on this. NC State might not be the best team in the state or the best team in the triangle. That's a silly discussion that you know people can fill up their timeline with. They've beaten Carolina. They've beaten Duke. It's, it's, It's fine. Cool. You want to talk the talk? Talk the talk. Hey, cool, cool, cool. Whatever. Again, I find that eye roll inducing because sure. anytime somebody says, we're the best program in the state or whatever, what happens? You usually fall on your face. So I don't really get too caught up in that. Well, they've got Wake and Duke coming up. Let's see what happens with yeah. Wake and Duke. <laughs> Run okay? it back games. Just saying. For now, the other team. Here's what I will agree. I think no, nobody's going to disagree with me. Is there a team having more fun than NC State? No. There is not a team that's having more fun than NC State. Now, is there a correlation between them having fun and the winning? Of course there is. But no team is having more fun than NC State. It's a joy to watch them play. Carolina playing, no matter how engaged or how good they might be, they still are not fun to watch. And there's also a detachment with this Carolina team. Bless Hubert Davis. I understand he is an optimist. He's saying things out in public to keep things from getting too crazy. But that press conference on Sunday felt detached from reality. And the reality is that this team is running out of opportunities, and I don't see that team being good enough to get those opportunities on their side, whether it's Virginia or Duke. This is not last year. we got to stop talking about last year. you got to talk about this group, and this group doesn't seem to have it. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists. Talented surgeons. Highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. 
Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.